0: So in our last episode, we talked about how when we're thinking about our future self, when we're thinking about showing up as if it's already done, if your goal is to have sign your first client, let's start there, because I know that feeling. You're just wanting to sign your very first client, right? Maybe that's you. Have your very first person buy your product, Imagine how you think it will feel when you get there. You imagine that having your first client is going to feel so good. You imagine that it's just going to make your soul expand. You imagine that it's going to be so much fun. I'm going to use my own example of life coaching. Use whatever works for you. But I imagined when I signed my first client, oh my gosh, it's going to be the best. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be making money. I'm going to be helping somebody out in exchange for that money. I'm going to be changing lives. I'm going to be making a difference, right? So that's the practice that I got into. That's how I'm going to do. I'm going to show up as if it's already done. I'm going to walk around and be this boss and be so excited. And I was so good at that. And then it happened, y'all. And then I signed my first client. And it was exciting. It got so excited. I remember dancing, I told Tyler, I was like, you remember that girl I was talking to? She decided to sign. Y'all, it wasn't a quick turnaround either. When I first started my business, I met my first client in July and I think she didn't sign with me until August, September, right? And so my first client, there was a old gap there and I was in so much like scarcity and hopefulness at the same time. And then when I signed her, it was fantastic and it was hard. So in this episode, we're talking about when we're wrong (laughs) or when it's harder than we anticipate. It's not that we're inherently wrong, right? Yes, signing my first client was exciting and I did feel expansive. And so showing up as if it was already done in that way was great. And there were some other things that happened. When I first signed that first client, then my brain was like, oh crap, I I have to provide transformation and I have to help her think about things differently. And am I really going to help her? Everybody is so different. I want to make sure that I help her out. Right. And so then there are all these other emotions. So this episode, we're talking about what you do when things end up being just different than you anticipate. Just Oh, I thought this was going to be easier. That's usually the sentence that comes out of my client's mouth. I thought this was going to be easier. So that's what we're unpacking today. What I want to do is I want to take you through four different steps that I take myself through, that I take my clients through when we find that we're wrong or we find that it's different. It's harder than we anticipated. You're like, Nandi, I did. I showed up as if it was already done. I showed up and I dressed in the outfits. I put the posts online. I did the networking. And I signed the clients. And you know what? It is like I thought it was going to be. I'm excited I have the clients. And it's not. Because now I have to figure out on the back end how to do this administrative page, how to have people pay me, how to do agreements. It's fun because Tyler's starting his business now. And so that's a lot of what he's been asking me questions about and we've been talking about lately. He's like, well, how do you do billing and how did you set up your website and which website did you decide to go with? And a lot of the times, that's why I love to work with creative and entrepreneurial women. We set out and we have this beautiful idea we're so excited about. We do the work. We show up as if it's already done. And then we get to the next level where we start to create what it is that we wanted to create. And then the new things show up, the new hurdles, the new speed bumps. And that's just how life works, honestly. We are so excited. I think about celebrities, Pharrell or Jennifer Lopez, whoever it is, who I'm sure have so much fun being on stage. And there's the hard work of... For Jayla, we know she meets with a personal trainer, right? Or doing the vocal lessons or going there for practices. There's always work that comes with the things that we love, just period, right? Think about having a child. So many people are so excited about, oh my gosh, this is our first child, and we get so excited. And we are all fully aware that with the excitement of, we're so excited, congratulations on your firstborn, we're also congratulating them on being up at three in the morning for the next whoever knows how many months, right? And so, two things there. A, when you don't anticipate the speed bumps, (laughs) that's what we're going to talk about today, how to sort your way through it. I think B, the lovely reminder that's coming up right now is that life is 50-50. Just as a friendly reminder, no matter what your goal is, no matter what it is you're working on, remember that life is 50-50. So you may get to that corporate ladder climb get to the top and you're like yes i have this title and there's new responsibilities that come with that title life will always be 50 50 life will always be half exciting and half boring and i want to add the disclaimer always that does not mean that life is half love and half hate love is always present even in the boredom even in the excitement It's that life is going to be exciting sometimes. Life is not going to be exciting sometimes. And that's just how it is. So that leads us into the first one. So when things are a little bit more difficult than you anticipated, the first thing to do is to not be surprised. That's one of the first things, pieces of advice, pieces of coaching that I give to clients. Stop being surprised. When you go into work and Sally keeps talking to you sideways, stop being surprised. When you're starting a business and it's a little bit more difficult to post daily than you thought or to come up with creative ideas for reels and videos, stop being surprised. And this is what I mean by being surprised. Ah, oh, I have to do a reel again. Ah, oh, I have to post again. Ah, oh, Sally talked to me sideways again. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> All of that. That's what I mean by being surprised, acting as if you didn't know Sally was going to talk to you sideways. Acting as if you didn't know that you had to post. Stop getting mad at yourself, getting mad at maybe nobody for the responsibility required to make your dream come to fruition. right? Maybe if your dream is to leave your job, stop being surprised that Sally's talking to you sideways. is part of the reason why you want to leave your job. <laughs> So instead, you greet Sally with love. You say, good morning, Sally. Even when she's being sideways and talking to you all cross, you don't make her words mean anything about you. When you go to post, this is the next step. I'm getting ahead of myself. So the first thing is stop being surprised. No matter what your goal is, whether you're going to write a book, raise a child, start a business, you have a general grasp on the responsibility required To bring that to fruition. So when we hit a speed bump, when there's a new responsibility, when there's something unexpected that comes up that's required to see our goal through, stop being surprised. Speed bumps will happen. Life will always be 50-50. The point of this very first one is to get rid of energy that we don't need to be using in that way. Right? So instead of spinning your wheels, ah, oh, Sally, talk to me sideways. Ah, oh, I have to post every single <laughs> day. See that energy? You, We don't need to use our energy in that way. That doesn't serve you. The brain says it does, right? Your ego, your fear-based mind says it does because if I think about these things that are bothering me, then I'll fix them. And that's a logical thought. But our objective is to not live there, to notice, ah, this bothered me, and then do something about it, not just live there. So the second one, I have six for you today. The second one is to manage your mind. This goes hand in hand with the first one. So instead of waking up every day and being frustrated with posting on social media, maybe at first you're like, I'm going to post every single day. And when we talked about show up as if it's already done, you're like, I'm going to get the energy. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to post. My audience is going to love it. And then you go and you practice it and you find that either Posting every day is difficult or you're running out of ideas, whatever it is, but you're getting frustrated. This is where we get to manage our mind. You get to take inventory. Okay. I said I was going to post every single day. I tried doing that and I found that with my current lifestyle, it was difficult for me to find time to post or I found that. It's better if I sit down for an hour and flush out all of my ideas first, whatever it is. This is what I mean when I say manage your mind. Take inventory. What is working? These are the three questions I've been using with myself and my clients. What is working? What is not? What is next? What is working? What is not? What is next? So when you have thought ahead of time, I'm going to have so much fun. The example I gave you guys last week was with me studying for Pure Bar. I had to shift my mindset and think about how I'm going to feel ahead of time. How am I going to feel when I go to teach my class as a result of me studying? And I'll say excited and confident. And you know what, sometimes I'll say that ahead of time and I'll go in and that's not actually how I feel. And so that's where we take this information. I finish the class, I'm like, okay, I wasn't as confident or as excited as I thought I was going to be, despite the fact that I studied. So then I ask myself these questions, what's working, what's not, what's next? What's working, what's not, what's next? This is the way we start to bring our power back. I want you to manage your mind. Number three, we create a plan from that place. All right, so I decided what's working. I'm going to go back to our our work example, the friend that's trying to leave their job because Sally is talking to them sideways. If if what's working is I go into work and I do my job well and my boss is like the work that I turn out, great. Keep noticing what is going well keep doing what is going well. Now, if you notice what's not working is I walk in and I'm surprised every morning that Sally's talking to me sideways. (laughs) That's not working. Then, you again, this is where we get to bring our power back. Okay, me looking surprised at Sally talking to me sideways is me being grumpy when I'm getting up every morning. i got to deal with Sally. She's going to be all rude. And I apologize if there's any Sally's listening to this. I don't actually know any Sally's. I have nothing against Sally's. <laughs> We're just using it as an example. But being surprised is, my, my, ma. she's going to talk to me sideways, and then you're getting ready for it when you're in the car. Oh, yeah, and this is what I'm going to say to her today, right? That's you being surprised that she's going to talk to you. No, 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 no. And that's what's not working. So if what's not working is I'm grumpy every day because I'm anticipating this woman, this person talking to me in a certain way or micromanaging me or making me feel less than and that's not working anymore. What's the opposite of that? What's the opposite of that? I'm going to plug my little two cents in. Maybe you want to feel empowered instead. I'm tired of going to work, feeling disempowered, feeling micromanaged, feeling annoyed, feeling frustrated. Okay, that's not working. Okay, so what would work instead? I want to go to work feeling refreshed. I want to go to work feeling good about myself. And notice what happens when I work with clients and we do this work. Turns out that we don't even have to talk about Sally anymore. We end up talking about their morning routine, right? This is what I mean when I say create a plan. You look at what's not working. I'm going to work and I'm upset. Okay, cool. How do we change that? How do we change your morning experience so that you're going to work feeling refreshed and excited to take on the day regardless of the people that you work with? Because you know in your bones you're going somewhere else because that's the plan you're working on. That's the goal you're working on. I'm going to climb the corporate ladder somewhere else. I'm going to find a job where I feel respected, honored, seen, valued. I want that. Right? And so while we're working on that, the plan is I'm going to go into work after I've gotten up a little bit earlier. I had some tea and some coffee in the morning. I journaled it out. I got enough rest that I could come to work feeling so empowered. And you know what the compound effect of that is, is that instead of spinning our energy being upset about Sally or our work or whatever it is, you use that energy instead to promote good feelings, to help you job search for the next best job, for you to show up with so much good energy when you go to that next job interview, because you haven't been sitting around moping about the current job and the current people you work, at, work with. You've been energetically switching to becoming the person who's going to take this job. That's what we're doing this work for, my friends. So when I say create a plan, you take inventory. What's working, what's not, what's next? Create a plan. Number five is execute. Do it. I'm sorry. Number four is execute. Number one is stop being surprised. Number two is manage your mind. Number three, you create a plan for managing that mind. Number four, you execute on that plan. I had to make that a point within and of itself because a lot of times, that's why people don't like New Year's resolutions. You go and you write those goals down. and You say, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to leave my job. And this is how much money I'm going to make. And this is the type of partner I'm going to call in. And these are friendships I'm going to have. And "This is the food I'm going to eat. This is what time I'm going to go to bed. And then you don't do it. You say, oh, this would be so nice. And then you don't do it. And then you don't do it. And you know what happens when you don't do it? Anxious feelings come in. Depressive feelings come in. Because your brain starts to take inventory. Oh, you said you were going to do this and you didn't. And we break down the trust that we have with ourselves. And when you break down that trust that you have with yourself, that's where anxious feelings seep in. That's where depressive feelings seep in. Because if you can't trust yourself, how are you going to trust anybody else? And when you walk around in distrust of yourself and other people, how does that show up? Shows up as judgment, shows up as a scarcity mindset, shows up again as anxious thinking. This is why we're doing this work. The heart of this is that I need you to trust yourself. Because when you trust yourself, you believe that you can do what you said you were going to do. And that's the whole point of this podcast. Believe like a boss. If you don't believe that what you put on that paper is possible, then what's the point? And the way that you grow that belief, the way that you grow that trust and that confidence is by taking action. So once you've done the what's working, what's not, and what's next, take action. And it doesn't have to be all of the action all at once. Maybe it is that you want to get up earlier, eat healthier, do this workout regimen, hang out with your friends more. And there's a lot on your list. Cool. Pick one or two. Maybe it's get up earlier. It doesn't have to be two hours earlier. Get up 15 minutes earlier. Make it small. Make it doable. Same with the, the eating habits. I have several of my clients right now that are wanting to clean up the, what they're putting in their body. It's not that they're, they're eating horribly, but the women I work with want to be their best selves. They're like, you know what? The way I'm eating isn't my best. So we're incrementally working on changes that are doable for their authentic lifestyle. So execute, my friends. Notice the fear that comes up when you go to execute. I'm not here to say, execute, just do it. It's fine. It will be fine. I know that. I believe that. And there's often fear that shows up when we go to take action. And that's okay. That's 100% okay. Here's five and six for you. Five is reflect. Six is repeat. As you're going through this process... Y'all hear me say all the time play if you want to get up a little bit earlier so that you can do some job searching before you go to the full time job you're trying to leave. okay, get up a little bit earlier. Again, it could be 15 minutes. It could be 30 minutes. It could be an hour. Notice when your brain we've talked about all or nothing mentality goes to that place. All or nothing meaning I have to do all of these things on my list or I can't do any of it at all. I have to get up two hours early before work or I'm not getting up early at all. I have to wake up and do a 6 a.m. cycling class or I'm not working out at all. Watch out for that all or nothing mentality because what happens is if you can't do it all, your brain will say, do nothing then. And then the cycle repeats. You keep thinking about all the things you want to do, but it's too much, so you do nothing, so you do nothing, so you do nothing. And it breaks down our trust. So please start doable. And notice when the ego brain, when the fear mind wants to say, Ugh, that's not enough, that's all you're doing. Notice it with so much love and compassion. And remember that Nandi already told you that it was going to happen. <laughs> I already gave you a heads up. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised when that voice chimes in. It's like, "Mm, that's all you're going to do? You're going to only wake up if That's not even going to matter. It's not even going to matter. Notice that. That fear of mine is going to be sneaky. It's sneaky. But here's the other thing. It always wants to protect you. It wants to protect you from being uncomfortable. Right? And so if getting up 15 minutes earlier, 30 minutes earlier makes you uncomfortable, it's going to protect you from that. Notice that and be willing to walk in the discomfort because that discomfort is the way to your goal, I promise. And again, this is never about killing yourself, ever. This is not about grinding yourself into the ground, no. No, no, no. But it is about taking action on your authentic goals that came from you and your heart and your bones that you can't stop thinking about. That's what this is about. It's about trusting yourself. Trusting yourself enough to take action. It's about playing with possibility. A lot of the times when we're seeking our goals, when we're going after our goals, we don't actually know the end product, how it's all going to turn out. We're really hopeful as to how it's all going to turn out. But you got to be willing to play with that possibility. It's possible for me to leave jobs. It's possible for me to not feel anxious feelings. It's possible for me to have a well-rounded life in which I, I love my job. I get paid well. I spend time with my friends. I eat foods that make me feel good. I feel good in my body. That's possible for me. you got to believe that it's possible first, my friends. And once you believe that it's possible and you go to take action, again, here's your five steps Stop being surprised by those speed bumps that come up. Manage your mind as they come up. Create a plan. What's working? What's not? What's next? Execute that plan. Reflect on how it's going. What might you change? I'm working with my sleep routine right now. I've been changing it every week. I'm like, do I get up at five? Do I get up at six? Do I get up at seven? When do I want to get up? I've literally been playing around with times. This week I'm playing with 6 a.m. unless I have to teach pure bar early and then I get up a little bit earlier. So that's what I'm playing with now. Be willing to play with it. Be willing to reflect and change. That's number five. And the last one is repeat, right? You fine tune. You're like, okay, I tried it this way. This worked. I tried it that way. That one didn't work. So I'm going to take that out. I'm going to put this in. I'm going to repeat the process. I'm not going to be surprised. I'm going to manage my mind. I'm going to execute. Keep cleaning it up. This is how we curate a life that is authentic to us and on purpose. So in case you found yourself in a place of this is harder than I thought it would be or this wasn't what I anticipated, that's okay. You're not alone. Take a beat. Take some notes. Maybe you shift the way you turn your puzzle pieces today. Turn that puzzle piece, puzzle piece mentality. Keep turning it. Keep turning that puzzle piece until it fits the way it's supposed to fit. And you will know. You'll know. Just trust yourself. Keep going, my friends. I'll see you next week. friend thank you so much for listening if you enjoy this podcast i would love if you would like share subscribe share this with your friends your family your girlfriends if you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more head over to nandicamil.com